diabolical minds of the madmen of Bandorus was created the most incredible plot ever conceived to conquer the world. Why did you bring us here, really? In a matter of hours, we will begin the conquest of the world. Phil Day, undercover agent, trapped in the trap he set for the madman of Mandoras. <laughs> Professor Coleman, American scientist, believed his staggering discovery to be a secret. Up to now, anthropine was the only known antidote. The loss or destruction of the formula for this antidote would mean complete annihilation of the world. But he did not reckon with a group of evil men, men who will permit nothing to stop their rule of the world. What unknown force has been created to conquer the world? And which of the madmen pushed the panic button? Somebody's got to get Vorak. I guess it's up to me, Casey. Originally titled The Madmen from Manduras. It was filmed in 1963, The Mad Men of Manduras, and then in 1968, somewhere along the lines, the distributor decided because they wanted to put it on television to extend it. We, we need more footage here. So the original director evidently found some kids at UCLA Berkeley to film school and decided, let's film some stuff. That, in my opinion, is what makes the Mad Men of Menduros, which becomes They Saved Hitler's Brain, right. the worst fucking movie I have ever watched. <laughs> You know, I, I watched this and I, I want to go back and say that, you know what? The Devil's Express is a fucking masterpiece compared to this. I mean, my God. Oh, Jesus. You know, the the, the 20, 20 minutes that the film students did. Um, oh, my God. It was, oh, God. Sorry. But you can tell it was filmed much later. We're talking years later because the hairstyles. Lighting, completely different clothes. Com nothing was even close. And was the, what was it? it? Was The original was filmed in 63. They filmed the UCLA stuff in 68. That time period in the same decade was such a huge shift in yes. car designs, in clothing, in haircuts, in what women wore. And they didn't care. It's like the film students went, screw it. We're film students. We don't need continuity. Yeah, we, we don't need to think about what we're doing. We're going to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, back lot. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got some, you know. I have notes. I really oh. have notes on this one, baby. <laughs> okay. This, this is one part I have got. I've got to mention, and it was, a, I mean, it happened right at the beginning. And um, when the professor's talking about the cylinders of gas, I must have been hungry or something, but I swear to God, he held up a big summer sausage 
and was talking as it was a. It did look like a slower sausage. And I was like, why does he have a sausage? And I don't know. That's just where that set the tone for the whole movie. You were hungry. <laughs> I was hungry. He was holding up a sausage. And, you know, it was. Oh. Wow. Now, now, do we want to. Let, let's. Because we are doing. They saved Hitler's brain. Let's pick on that one first. And then because that film footage for the UCLA stuff was put in to make yeah. it, they saved Hitler's brain. We'll talk about that 20 minutes of right. travesty. And then we'll talk about Mad Sounds Men good. and Neuro separately. Sounds good. Does that sound fair to you? It's great. It's just hard to keep track. So I, yeah. I know because they're both bad. They're <laughs> folks, they are both bad. For the two people that are watching this. Mom, they're really bad. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. Um, yeah. yeah, what what that was one of the first things I noticed, even though it was filmed in the same decade, the hairstyles to me screamed 70s, even the vernacular changed. And oh, it's yeah, like yeah, everything. Wow. It was it was clearly something different. Mm -hmm. And they were just doing things in it to at least try and tie to Mad Men. Um, mm -hmm. but it was poorly done. It right. was like, how is this even related except for this phone call and they start talking about the professor. But right. let's, let, let's, uh, while we're at it, let's just show uh, how women can't be cops too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a VW bug. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this FBI agent or whatever the hell she was supposed to be was driving a VW. Yes. A VW. <laughs> And that was her undercover vehicle. That was a joke in a major motion picture here recently called the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> when Captain America and Hawkman or, or uh, the, the Falcon are in the back seat and they're in the, the VW. That's the joke. These guys did it for serious. This right. is like, oh, they'll never guess. I'll never guess we're cops in a VW. We'll never guess a lot of things. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. I know that for some reason the studios felt they needed to make it longer, but they didn't. No, they could have made this whole thing shorter. I mean, <laughs> they probably, they probably could have done without ever re-releasing it. <laughs> it was painful. It was painful. It was harder for me to get through that twenty minutes than it was the hour and thirty on the feature. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, um, Agent Russ was the ACLU student. I wish I would have looked at his name. I, I didn't get them. I'm sure it's somewhere. Um, he had the porn stash, the 70s yes. porn stash. And he looked like the lead singer from Journey. I kept waiting for him to Steve start Perry. breaking out into, oh, Sherry. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was like, dude, he's going to start singing any minute now. <laughs> That's where he looked familiar to me. Right? It's like, what? <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, now, the thing that really blew my mind, and, and, and I understand, like, this is the 70s, this is the women power movement, this is, you know, all that. But literally, that character, Agent Russ, offers the woman a cup of tea and somehow she equates that to sexual harassment. Yeah. I was yeah. blown away by that. I was like, okay, I've seen bad writing and bad acting. Those are both mixed together to a level that I've never 
I don't even know how you would make that leap. Hey, would you like a cup of tea? Well, I don't need to put up with that kind of sexual harassment. I quit. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that one, uh, that was shocked me. Because here I am watching a movie from the 60s and we're going to bring in this type of message that seems like something I would see today. Right. Um, and pretty much it, just as heavy handed. As you it were was saying. very heavy handed and pointless. Yeah. Um, just like today. <laughs> today. Uh, what else did I have? Uh, bah, 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 bah. I know I have something. Oh, we talked about the VW bug. Wow. Um, the, the difference and we talked a little bit about it, the difference in the film stock and the lighting and the suits and everything from uh, the UCLA stuff to the Madman stuff was really quite a slap. Yeah. I mean, I remember as a little kid watching these movies um, on Sir Graves Gasly or The Ghoul, the late night show, The Ghoul in Michigan. And I don't, because I'm a little kid, it never dawned on me. I knew they were bad movies and they were fun to watch. But I never looked at them technically for anything. But boy, when you when you watch this as, as an old guy and you're actually looking to review something, that's <laughs> quite a slap in the face how, how bad it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The notes I have on this are not many. We you know, we hit the clothing, the speech styles, uh everything screamed that was not the same movie right, right. but they did have a better explosion yes they did yes they did so they better explosion i give them props on the exploding car very well done we'll talk about the explosions and Mad Men soon but yes. <laughs> ouch yeah uh let, let's talk about the girl uh when she makes her emergency phone call to agent russ i don't know how you call somebody agent russ like that's, I don't know if that was supposed to be his secret name or right. what, but she's in the phone booth and she sees the car coming. She sees the gun. She had plenty of time to duck out of the way. She had plenty of time to get out of that car, jump into her VW bug, restart it, right. throw it into first and get the hell out of there. Instead, she's literally on the phone watching this car speed towards her shooting and she stays in the phone booth. I mean, is is that her training? It was that the was that was that you know SOP for the FBI? I mean, I don't understand. Stay in yeah. the phone. If the enemy agent is trying to kill you, stand right there and let him kill you. Yeah. It it <laughs> okay. didn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn. Yeah, Damn. that was that was harsh. Um, the last bit. Oh, when they're following each other, and and they're getting ready. I think they're getting ready to shoot Agent Russ. Mm -hmm. It's all their UCLA stuff, by the way. If anybody's keeping track, ouch. Uh, <laughs> they come out of the house during the day then it's nighttime when they're chasing then it's day again and i think the car explosion happens during the day again i mean there were so many bad cuts in the ucla stuff they didn't even try to keep 
any kind of continuity because well and it's kept going back and forth like, that hey, works that works because in madman it does the same freaking thing <laughs> <laughs> they're driving a car it's pitch black oh it's daytime it's nighttime it's daytime it's <laughs> man the days go by so fast in manduras yeah right <laughs> well they're right on the equator I'm sure that has something to do with it, it must it i'm must. guessing they're on the equator because they're supposed to be a south american country somewhere yeah uh, but yeah that's uh i'm just gonna say it um the ucla berkeley guys destroyed they destroyed an already bad movie they, they yeah bad movie worse and i honestly watching it because i watched mad men and Menduros first because i wanted to see the difference um from they say Hitler's brain. When I watched the difference in the two things, I, I was just stunned. I, I just wondered why they felt anybody felt they needed to add that. Yeah. That extra section to it. Uh, I just like don't understand it. Nothing, man. Nobody was even a good actor. Now what? It may have made up for it had these guys been really good actors. Had they been just feeding these lines and just like you know. But nothing. There was. Yeah, it was pointless. It was a pointless extension that didn't need to be done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is this is what happens. There's very few cases where another team can come in and finish or add on, uh -huh. um, and pick up where things left. And this this shows. This was people who weren't even involved in it. They just had their own ideas, and it just. I I why, <laughs> why. <laughs> You just want to shake the director and ask him, what were you thinking? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't think I have anything else on on that one. It was it was too much um it was too much talking. Um not just, enough showing. Just remembering this part is giving me a headache right above my right eye. Yeah. Like yeah. right here. <laughs> yeah, my notes say blah 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 because that's what it's like oh will you get on with it and then why 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 just why and then they kill kill these guys yeah then like like they introduce these characters for no reason other than to kill them and it's like what the, what the hell what the hell are you guys exactly doing? whatever oh oh okay let's oh what Okay, yeah. so that was they saved Hitler Hitler's brain portion, the new the new film footage. the new not improved version. For no uh, reason. I felt you know what I felt like I was watching was George Lucas getting a hold of Star Wars one more time. Oh <laughs> my god. I thought I saw Jar Jar in the background. <laughs> he thinks Misa, no think your agent. <laughs> You know what? That would have made it okay. <laughs> that would have made it at least funny. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I could have got behind that. Oh God, we're gonna have to find a copy of this movie and just do our own, our own right then. <laughs> oh my God, just just to add on scenes is oh. is bad. The it made Mad Men and Mandoras not so bad. Exactly. If you compare those two movies, Mad Men and Mandoras looks like a uh, freaking gone with the wind <laughs> yeah and it was maybe, bad maybe a low budget gone with the wind but gone with the wind nonetheless 
here's the thing. They had a budget. You had film you had film students who are supposedly learning the craft. Yeah. They didn't learn the craft. I what, were they like the first week? Like I don't, were they in I don't the first know. Week? I don't know. Uh, I would that's what I really want to find out. That's where my story is. Like I would like to make a story and find out who these people were and why they did this to this And where are they now? Yes, where are they? I are they know, are they making movies? And why? <laughs> they were stoned. I don't know. <laughs> Gee, it was the 70s. We were all high. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got. That's you got fine. Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, now the Mad Men of Menderos. <laughs> I'm going to start with the guy gets shot and they leave him in the phone booth. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> Don't worry, they'll find him. Oh, that's awesome. And within seconds, it's like the lady that came up to make the phone call was literally standing 10 feet away watching him. Oh, there's a body. I'm going to go walk in the phone booth and... Right. Right. And she just screams. It's 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 absolutely my favorite part of the movie. Oh God, yes. One of my favorite parts. There's several favorite parts. That was a good scene because I I had I literally had to rewind and watch that like three or four times. Like, is there something I'm missing? Is there other than? Yeah, I have no idea what's what they were thinking. Would would you not at least call the police and go look? Uh, this That's guy what got I thought they were going to do. Leave his body right here. I gotta yeah. go. Somebody got shot. Goodbye. You know, uh, like no. fingerprints off the, off the phone booth. No, nope. just put the body in the phone booth. Make sure your fingerprints are all over the glass and everything. Oh, <laughs> and leave the body there. That is the least of this movie's problems. Oh, yes. But that's just the first. It sets the tone for everything wrong with it. <laughs> because they did not think things through. It just... Things happen because they said it happened, not because it made any freaking sense. Right, right. I, I still go back to the the first right off the bat that summer sausage. I can't get that out of my head. Why does <laughs> Why does the professor sausages can kill you? Yes, <laughs> the daytime, not nighttime. Um, it's fine. A lot of movies shoot day for night, night for day. It's it, it happens. They did not handle this well at all. I, no. I got confused. Is it daytime? Is it nighttime? Is, is it, it the next day? Yeah. Is it's it the next night. Yeah. Is is really hard to tell. Uh, <laughs> what did you throw a tail? <laughs> I have a tail. So anyway. <laughs> all right then. Oh, that's funny. Um that was distracting. Uh, lady at the phone booth. Who's only listening to this? A kitty cat just jumped on Scott's lap and a tail went into his face. Exactly. I had a tail stash. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's great. When they get, go to the airport and they get picked up by the police chief, he grabs the luggage, doesn't put it in the trunk, puts it in the front seat across so fills the front seat with the luggage, but yet still has room to get in. What was they just throwing it out the other side? <laughs> the guy drives is like, what the fuck are you putting that in here for? <laughs> oh my God. Um, they get to the hotel room and uh, first thing they do to look out the windows is open a curtain that has no windows behind it. It's just a wall. Yes. <laughs> it's like, uh, 
What are you opening the curtains for then? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, this uh it had a, an interesting concept. Yeah. Um but the story wasn't there. I think they had something good to go off of. Mm-hmm. It could have been a really neat sci-fi flick. Um but it just they didn't know what they wanted to do. It felt like the main character, I can't even remember his name. At one point he shifts into like a Indiana Jones type hero, yeah. you know, like a badass near the end. And it's like, when did this happen and why? <laughs> to, to really quickly touch on your uh, day shift, night shift, mm. going back and forth. Yeah. No matter what time of day or night they were driving in a car, they always had a black backdrop in, behind them. Oh yeah. Always black. Yeah, they did no green screen on this. Behind them to make it look like they were driving anywhere. No. (laughs) It was it was pitch black, and um, there was some little flashes of light to maybe look like cars, but man, that was that was bad. Yeah, but it was like even during the day they did the same thing. It's like flash. Well, that's why I didn't know what what it was because they get in the car, it'd be pitch black, and it's like, like, is it daytime, nighttime? Materials had better special effects. It was wow. When when the guy that they leave in the phone booth, when he gets shot, the car literally pulls right up next to him, four foot away. You hear the big bang, bang, and the lady's just sitting there next to him. She looks over. Oh my goodness, he's been he he's hurt. What's wrong? I don't know what's wrong. I do, he's just he just fell over. <laughs> Pull over. We gotta check on him. <laughs> you oh. didn't hear the gunshot the 357 Magnum go off next to your head, lady. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I got nothing. Um the acting is horrible. The story is non-existent. I mean, it's got a plot. It's got a plot. Um, just to refresh that, uh, Hitler had a plan to live forever, basically, and have his his head and brain saved, um, so he could continue to try and take over the world. And um, well, they didn't even know that story yet until they got the Mandoros. Yeah, and but for the for the movie, I was just oh, recapping well, okay. yeah, re- right. recapping that just because that was the only thing that kind of made made some sort of sense that they had. Um, right had something to go off of okay here we still have hitler he's kind of immortal and he's being kept he's being kept in a jar <laughs> with all this fancy equipment that obviously wasn't needed yeah, uh, he was just immortal you could uh, yeah so he was immortal yeah, right. and continuing to try and take over the world and he had his goons and everything um and people working for him for mm-hmm. that and these unsuspecting people get wrapped up in it because of a cure for some nerve gas or and i don't i really don't know they weren't quite sure about the nerve gas like that they weren't going to try and make nuclear weapons yeah no, it was nerve gas doesn't blow around in wind and yeah dissipate if it rains it was, no we're gonna this is our this is our secret weapon <laughs> we're putting all our ducks in this basket with hitler and his head <laughs> In Let's talk car, about Hitler. In the pantry, on the top shelf. <laughs> he was the best part of the movie. The gay's expressions in the car were hysterical. <laughs> he was only on camera for like five, 
five seconds. It was the best part of the movie. Every time they showed him, he had such a crazy expression. Is like this uh, guy is awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> my, my, my biggest, well, not my biggest problem, but a big problem with this is they find out the father's kidnapped. They find out the sister's kidnapped. The the one guy that that uh, turns out to be Indiana Jones at the end of the movie. It, this is his professor, his boss, and his yeah. soon-to-be wife's father-in-law. Fuck going to the police and calling somebody and saying, hey, look, these people have been kidnapped. Nope, we're going to jump on a plane and go to Mandoras. Yeah. How did they know to even go to Mandoras? I don't remember them even mentioning the country until they actually get off the plane in Mandoras. Do you? I don't remember anybody. I think talking the guy that got shot mentioned it, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, because I couldn't make it out then. Because yeah, I, I think he might have mentioned it, but who knows? And it really wouldn't matter because none <laughs> of it made any damn anyway. sense. <laughs> um, what? Why would you not call the authorities? This is obviously like a, a head government scientist and his daughter have both been kidnapped. You were just attempted murder. Somebody just tried to kill you and killed the guy that you picked up that told you he had a secret about the father. Why would you not call somebody and go, hey, I need protective custody because <laughs> somebody's trying to kill me. <laughs> he had to have known a general or somebody that would put him up for the night something. Yeah, it was just, it was too weird. It was too convenient. Things just w fell into place that shouldn't have. Right, um, right. It was, holy crap, the grenades. I have never seen a grenade blow a bunch of people up and they still have their clothes on, not even charred, and they're just kind of thrown around and no damage. And there's no um, hole where the grenade fell. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. All off um, <laughs> It it hurt but it really hurt there was as crazy as the story was it could have it could have worked there could have actually been a really decent decent movie in here um it, it's hidden deep but yeah especially yeah. after have you ever seen the series uh hunting hitler parts of it yeah so i can see why you would mention you watch that. this and you look at this movie and you're like okay that's not so far-fetched right <laughs> these people right. were crazy enough to do something like this but i doubt they kept his head in a jar with Probably the not. crazy <laughs> i i've tried to do that look in the mirror and i can't do it and i'm just like that guy was freaking brilliant man oh it was awesome <laughs> it was awesome oh here's a good note the fucking melting head Yeah, there was no, no screaming, no pain, no nothing. I mean, he it was just. First off, it didn't look like him. No, <laughs> no, it looked like another. It looked like an actual head of Hit. Like it looked more like Hitler than the guy they had playing Hitler. I know. So if you, <laughs> I get it. You're not going to burn the actor's head. No, but no you way. could at least sculpt something that somewhat resembled him. Yeah. No, nah, screw it. It's just some head. We'll melt it slow. Now, I wonder <sighs> if Spielberg and Lucas looked at this for no, Raiders what, with the melting Nazi. I was wondering the same thing. When I when I saw that movie, when I saw that scene come up, I was like, Spielberg had to have got his idea of the melting Nazis from this movie. He had to I have wondered. seen this movie as a kid and went, I love this movie. <laughs> 
That's the joint. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's exactly what I thought of. It's like, oh, wow, okay. Makes sense now. Maybe. And there's some things in there that made me think of that. So it's, uh, yeah, dude. No more. No moss. <laughs> no moss. No moss. <laughs> I want to get back to them going to Mandoras for just a yeah. second, if I may. Please go right They're ahead. definitely not going to call the cops and ask for help. They're definitely not going to... Uh, alert the authorities that they know where this guy could be, however the hell they may know. But they are definitely going to go to a third world country where you don't speak the language and you stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> you're definitely going to do that. But you're yeah. not going to call the authorities. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't call the authorities. <laughs> and then the wife starts asking questions in the hotel room about the plot and the story and what's going on wouldn't you have asked on your eight hour flight to Bandoros <laughs> to whatever third world yeah. hole you're going to where there's a dictator there's obviously a dictatorship going on here with the nazis there right wouldn't you have asked your soon-to-be spouse hey why are we going here what's going on where you know where do you think my dad is Nope, waited until she got into the hotel. She was on vacation, man. Oh, yeah, she was having a vacation. She was buying stuff, looking at that cheap $2 fountain. We can have a second honeymoon here. Really? Okay. Hey, you're thinking about a second honeymoon, and meanwhile, people are trying to kill us. Okay, honey, gotcha. And Nazis are everywhere. Yeah, not so sharp. I think she walks out of the, out of the one store, and she's got packages. She yeah. dishes and shit. <laughs> Which her, her sister, who was kidnapped, yeah. is having a good old time in the bar. Yeah, her sister's out dancing and flirting with all the uh, the South American playboys. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, no matter how... I know that they were trying to make the sister out to be a party girl, but they just made the sister out to be really stupid. And I was thinking the whole time, I hate to say this out loud, but please kill off that sister because she's going to get everybody killed. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was her annoying uh, vocabulary. <sighs> Them shaved cats. And <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, she was kind of pointless. And then at the end, you find out she marries the president's son. Yeah. Which, why? And who cares? And... Yeah, they met each other for two seconds. Her boyfriend turned out to be a Nazi. Yeah. Let, let's back that up a little bit. Um, uh, it, you know what? It's hard to keep track, and that's okay because the director and the other people couldn't. No, no, so. they didn't even try. But but I like the scene where they're showing um, Hitler whenever they're doing the operation to take Hitler's yeah. head off of his shoulders to save to save Hitler's brain. Uh, <laughs> nobody's wearing masks. I don't nope. think anybody was wearing a mask. I don't think anybody had any kind of gloves on. And I think that was SOP. I think it was standard operating procedure back in the day to have oh, I'm sure it a mask was. or something on. But then what really got me was the Gestapo officer in the operating theater in his uniform. <laughs> like, you're not even close to being clean. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Why are you in here? And why are we doing this in a ballroom and not in an operating room? <laughs> yeah, that didn't make any sense. There was no equipment. 
they're just two guys with some scalpels. We're going to take Hitler's head off, put it in a jar. It'll be okay. We don't need ventilate. We don't need any type of... Yeah, just popped it off. And, and that was that was one of the things later on when they go to move Hitler. They just yeah. pull the jar up, yeah. get him to the car. <laughs> you know, it's like... That's the funny thing. When they go to pull the jar up, He's connected. He, he's on this big radio, like old school yeah. you know, 1930s radio with all the di dials and knobs and lights flashing. And all they do is lift his head out of there and move it to the car. There's nothing except Hitler's head in a jar at that point. There's nothing. There's no computer gadgets nothing. to him to keep his head alive. He's alive and looking crazy as ever. <laughs> I wish I could do the face. I know it's perfect. It's beautiful. <laughs> Look, I tried to get it. I can't get it. I was trying to do it the other day for some stupid reason. I could not get that guy's look. The because crazy... it left an impression. <laughs> oh Lord, it was great. Ah, uh, uh, the Gestapo officer. Oh Vasquez. Oh Vasquez, the assassin. Well, <laughs> what a weak ass assassin. He looks like an assassin, but he's not very good because he looks like an assassin. <laughs> and he's killed what within a second of uh, first second of a gunfight? They, yeah, they say how dangerous he is, and then he gets killed really damn quick. So he's not a really yeah. good assassin. He's just an assassin. It was his first day. Best case, the assassin. You must keep an eye on him. Well, I will. Bang! He's dead. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I like how he comes in the back room and he's leaning on the door, trying to look all assassin, yeah. you know, in his white suit with the white hat with the little black rim fedora. And it's just like, why would anybody be scared of this guy? Just shoot him in the back, man. <laughs> Get the out of your town. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um... Wow. Oh, yeah, we just talked about this. Another note that I had was they seem awfully nonchalant about the whole affair and the younger yeah. sister. I mean, we talked about that, but I think it has to be re restated, folks, that in this movie, the world's coming to an end. Nazis are literally coming to power, and they're not trying to hide themselves. Just a few years after World War II, everything hangs in the balance, and you have a woman going shopping, looking at a what evidently was supposed to be a really nice fountain in the middle of the town square, carrying packages, talking about going on a honeymoon with the guy that is like marked for death by the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's just like, that's okay. We'll get through yeah, that. it was. We got through this last time. Last time the Nazis tried to kill us, we got out of it. <laughs> Here's my question. How do you make this movie, spend all these weeks, put it all together, sit down and watch it, and think you have something cohesive? How, what kind of brain, I guess you keep it in a jar too, thinks this was okay? This is, this couldn't be saved by edits. It couldn't be saved by, once it's done, there, there's, it could have been burned. Um, <laughs> But damn, damn, somebody had to tell this guy, this is horrible. <laughs> this is definitely a drive-in schlock flick. 
that was probably never meant to be seen more than at the drive-in in one shot. After and I'm it, sorry that those people saw it. <laughs> Can you imagine spending good money back in the day to go see this movie? Dude, I'm upset over giving away my free time. <laughs> I'd have been driving out of the drive-in. Hey, uh, come here, Chief. I want my money back. Yeah. <laughs> and all the people that I snuck into my trunk want their money back. They, they want to get paid for the trauma inflicted upon them. But <laughs> yeah, it's um, we've you know we've watched some stinkers, but um, yeah, this takes the cake. Well, I like the um, the Vasquez in the bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to Vasquez in the bar scene because it, it, what they were trying to do was make a suspenseful moment. The mm-hmm. lady dancing, I mean, could she have been any more obvious? She's like, she's kind of dancing, but she's looking around. She's got those, she's got those shifty eyes going one of these, you know. And then you shift to another guy who's doing the exact same thing with the eyes, the shifty eye look. And then the other guy, everybody's doing the shifty eye look. And I'm like, that never works except in a comedy. And yeah, it, it didn't. Any suspenseful moment that you were trying for. <laughs> no, I watched that, and there's so many ways that that could have been done. And it's yeah. like... <sighs> so many better ways. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's all you got. Everything would be a better way. <laughs> yeah, um, you could have shot it with all the lights off, and it would have been better. Um, well they tried that at the very end <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah i like to go off all the gunshots and then they have the cojones to go and arrest the one guy that he's like i don't even have a gun you know yeah. what, are you, what are you arresting me for uh, <laughs> yeah that was that was painful dude it was I, that was, I, I liked that the director really felt like he needed the nighttime lens filter a lot too. Like when he tried to shoot a night night scene, it was always a filter. It was always like a really bad, and it wasn't even like the good filter. I'm, you know, that yeah. back in the old days, it was a really light filter for evenings or something. Like it always looked like it was dusk whenever he. Yeah. Was it started off as like, okay, I see it's nighttime, and then right. then I lost track of all the times it transitioned, and it's it was never done properly right, uh, right. for that. It was way too bright. Um, there's, I want to say it's Jess Franco's Dracula, where it's shot all at night. It's super colorful, and it's bright as hell. And it's yeah. like I can't watch this because you're you're trying to fool me here, and it was very distracting with that um because it doesn't even get close you know a movie that did a really good job of using the nighttime filter and i never realized it until i saw a special on it was um rebel rebel without a clue without a clue or no, without- not rebel without a clue that's from that's that's from that was from uh I was like, I haven't seen that. I did see Rebel Without a Cause. Um, great flick. Rebel Without a Clue was from uh, um, Peggy Sue Got Married. The guy's done complaining about the other guy. He goes, what's up with Rebel Without a Clue? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. So what, what scene in... Uh, <laughs> what scene in Without a Cause? Um, You're going to have to edit this out because this- 
Oh no, this is perfect. <laughs> Rebel without a clue. Yeah. We'll put that in our because when they're outside at night and they're by the uh the telescope. Okay. That whole scene with them running around is done at night. Or done during the day with a filter on it. I'm impressed. The, they the did a good job. Or with the that. editors masked out the daytime sky and put yeah. in a nighttime sky. It it worked. And, and that that's holds up really well. They say there's brain. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. so much. <laughs> I, I would say that Rebel Without a Cause had a bigger um, budget and yeah, yeah, a lot more professionals actors. involved. Actors. actors uh, <laughs> yeah, it had it had actors. Um, <laughs> At least one really good actor. Yeah, yeah. And that's... This yeah. is definitely no James Dean flick. So I just... Yeah, dude, I'm still confused on how they took the head out of that machinery. <laughs> and it didn't affect them. No. In effect, Hitler's crazy brain one bit. You know what? I could get by with that. I could go with the fact they could have had him on a stick like, like one of those uh, stick horses. <laughs> with the yeah. little button where it moves its mouth. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fine. <laughs> I could get I could get by all of that. It's the it was just not cohesive. If you want to give me a crazy story, fine. Right. But right. let's let's have it have some order and let's build suspense properly and have characters that are more than one dimensional and just least, pay attention. At least have a solid plot. Yes. A plot that goes point A, point B, point C, not point A, point L, point B, back to B. Point C. We'll go back to A again. <laughs> Wait, this was hard back? to follow. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I like how the Nazi doesn't know how to use a flashlight when he's chasing them. <laughs> when he's chasing them in the uh, alleyway. Yeah. He's just like, he's got the flashlight all over. Like, it's not even close. And then all of a sudden, the director has mounted a light. Obviously mounted a light on some something that's like a, a stand of some sort. Because then the light just starts panning across. And it's perfect. It doesn't move up and down. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. And it's just a perfect circle right across. And then all of a sudden you see the Nazi walking towards him and that flashlight's everywhere. <laughs> well, that's um, also if you go back to the scene in the bar with uh, Vasquez and during the shootout, uh -huh. somebody, okay, there's a shootout going on, but the person in charge of the spotlight for the entertainment is waving it all over yeah. the place. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Hide, yeah. fool. Don't quit trying. You know, why are you spotlighting these people? Vasquez, <laughs> you missed him. It's over here. Nope, he's over yeah. here. Nope, he's over here. <laughs> yeah, there was a horrible scene. Now, I understand he was trying, probably trying to make it look chaotic. But you're up in the freaking bleachers or whatever where the light fixture duck. <laughs> Just duck. <laughs> Get down and hope a bullet doesn't hit you. <laughs> yeah. Stop trying to do your job. <laughs> you don't get paid enough in a South American country to be a light man while doing a shootout. <laughs> I'm almost sure of it. The Nazis don't pay that well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> 
I got one more. Actually, I got one or two more down here. Uh, when they're in the alley, and I forgot why the main the main character, female, <clears throat> starts freaking out and screaming. Well, obviously, the first thing you do back in the 60s was you slapped a woman. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> just, like, and she's like, oh, okay, thank you. I yeah. needed that. She's de definitely like, yeah, I deserve that. I'm sorry. Well, it's like after everything that goes on, she's just now freaking out just and just now screaming. Her that something bad could happen. Story read my note. I wrote down, uh, <clears throat> wow, the kid's sister's a little tramp. Her one boyfriend turns out to be a um, a madman Nazi, her new South American boy toy, she, what do I say? <laughs> she wasn't, <laughs> she hasn't said two words to, winds up being her husband. Yes, like, that was weird. <laughs> and pointless. And pointless. It's like literally she didn't even know this guy no. that she winds up marrying at the end. It was horrible. Yeah, she calls her sister and it's all done over the phone. Oh, she got married. Yeah, and all you see are the legs of the sister. Like, I'm waiting for, like, her to be carrying Hitler's head in a jar. Yeah. Or something. Like, those two had an evil plot. Like, that, if she would have had sense. Hitler's head in a jar, I would have went, like, oh, I see. They're going to go for a second movie for whatever freaking reason. But, they but didn't the show head was the burned. Getting into bed. Like, they just showed the legs. Like, that actress must not have been there for that. Right. <laughs> with, yeah, that was possibly horribly, somebody else. Horribly done. Uh, how how about the uh let's talk about the fourth Reich. Reich, Reich, Reich. Yeah. Fourth Reich. Uh which is what this whole movie plot I guess was supposed to be about, them trying to start the fourth Reich. <laughs> These guys <laughs> <laughs> I can't like what I'm gonna say is just outrageous. Like they had the whole world on edge. Like world governments are freaking out, trying to figure out where these guys are at and what they're doing. Let's not mention again that somebody could have just made one simple phone call and they could have found them all. The Fourth Reich only had like four guys in it, and they were gonna rule the world. Like there were only four, four people there. Plus, not counting like the two or three that showed up in the plane that got killed. They never showed any troops. They never no. showed any other military. They just showed those four guys. I'm yeah. sitting there thinking, on a bad day, I might be able to take two of them out. <laughs> I've just cut your numbers in half. <laughs> yeah, they did not have what you would expect to be taking over. Like, um, there were no troops in the background. There weren't any Nazis marching in the street. There's like no. four freaking guys with flashlights and a gun. I think and they, they shared the gun. <laughs> and they obviously didn't have the budget for good uniforms because they oh. weren't they weren't even right. No, they weren't even close. <laughs> so <laughs> let's oh. wear some black and put a swastika on. It'll look fine. Yeah, no, good. it doesn't. You're a Gestapo guy now. No. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> they had one good Gestapo uniform, and that was the guy that was in the operating theater with them. Right. He must have quit shortly after that because you never saw that guy again. 
Yeah, and he wouldn't share his uniform. <laughs> he was like, no, this is my own personal uniform. Uh, it it could have been. <laughs> hey, Bob, why do you have, never mind. <laughs> Research. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about my sexual life. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, Bob, <laughs> you just go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> if, if, could that ending of this movie been any more abrupt had they just dropped the pipe on your head and ended it? <laughs> yeah. My sister got married. She married your son. We're in-laws now. Boom. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason this is listed as one of the worst movies out there. Because it is. <laughs> yes. And, and the sad thing is, The Mad Men of Menduros is better Yes. without the UCLA Berkeley stuff for, they say, Jeffrey Byrne. Yeah, that was just painful to have that um, put in. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, it's... Holy crap. I never want to see something like that again. It's it's good. It's good to watch the old stuff to get ideas on what not to do. Right, right. And give you ideas on how to how how to do things better. It's also good to see just how important a cohesive story is. How important it is to have yeah. actors to have people who know what's going on on your movies and it's it's great if you want to get some friends together and put something out but you're gonna you might end up with something like this and is that what you want to be known for <laughs> god oh lord um yeah like like you had said earlier it it had the possible makings of something that could have been either fun even though no matter how far-fetched the yeah. Hitler's brain in a jar thing was, it could have been a fun, crazy movie, even for 1963. Um, but there was no cohesion. There was no point A to point B to C to D. It all just took the alphabet that is in order and scrambled it up and said, we're just going to do silly stuff and not have any kind of cohesive story at all. Um, I'm still not sure why or how they got down to Menduros. You, you said maybe the guy mentioned it that got shot. I thought he did. I thought the first guy that ended up kidnapping them who ended up dead in the phone booth had mentioned it. Things like And like that. you said, let's not call the police. Let's just go. Yeah. Like, why would you not at least let the State Department know what's going on? Like, Look, these guys are kidnapped. This is where I think they're going. I'm headed down there. I mean, did you just go? Yeah, I guess you did just go to the airports back back then and could buy a ticket to wherever the hell you were going to. Yeah. They just really got lucky that a plane happened to be going to Menduros. Yeah. Now, they were only on the plane with one other character, one other person. Yeah. Who actually was involved in the plot as well. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? He was such a forgettable character. I forgot about him. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Boy, he was like pointless. He was just, literally a pointless character. Yeah. <sighs> ouch. <laughs> yeah, ouch is right. Ouch but, is right. But yeah, that like <laughs> mm, the UCLA Berkeley stuff made made this movie so much worse. <laughs> it, it was did. already a bad movie. It was already right. a bad, bad movie. And I I don't know why uh, Steve Perry 
I don't either. You know, maybe it'll come out in a memoir. With his follow-up song, Oh, Adolf. Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the porn stash. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was painful. That was really painful. bad. Don't do um, that to me again. <laughs> no more. Oh, no there more. is more. And it's all coming your way, baby. <laughs> so, so what do you final. Think? Is it Ruby? <laughs> What's that? What do you think of the movie? Hey, final thoughts on this movie? They should watch it. No. <laughs> No, just that's that's my final thoughts on this movie. No, go run away, run away. Um, no, seriously, though, it if you want to see actually, hell, if you don't want to see, I, I, I can't recommend this in any capacity, but if you find yourself strapped to a chair and your torturer wants you is forcing you to watch a movie and it just so happens to be this, the takeaways are you can do much better. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's um. Just no, no, dude, yeah. don't, don't. This this is a bad movie all the way around. Um, this is one of the movies that I love to hate. Like, I, I would watch Mad Man of Menorahs again. I won't, but I will continue to hate it. Uh, <laughs> I will, and I'm not saying like right away, like 20, 30 years from now, I might watch it in my dotage. But uh, right now, I would say... If you want to laugh, if you literally want to laugh at how bad things can be in a movie, watch They Saved Hitler's Brain. You will not enjoy it. You will not like it. You will laugh, though, at how bad it is. And if you uh, if you happen to smoke weed, grab a joint. <laughs> You're going to need it. Um, I don't smoke weed. I, I'm not a heavy drinker. <laughs> so I just, You are now. <laughs> I just kind of had to suffer through it. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, I'm, I'm redlining that shit. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, it's just a bad movie. It even the professionally shot part of it was bad, and then and then the UCLA stuff for they say Hitler's brain was made it even worse. Yeah, so it's, it's a it, bad bad movie. Horrible, bad. It's one thing to watch a bad movie and get some enjoyment because Lord knows we've seen some, like I said before, we've seen yeah. bad ones. Yeah. And and I got a lot of enjoyment out of them. I laugh. I have a good time because there's a lot of good to take away. Yeah. It, this one, oh man. Um, the only good thing was it is it ended. <laughs> and the actor who played Hitler was freaking awesome. <laughs> about that movie and he didn't have a freaking line i don't think no i think he yelled at somebody in german at one point but his facial expressions were so out of place oh yeah and so over the top that it was brilliant i loved it and he never tells anybody to do anything since his head's off yeah like like i kept waiting for him to like command somebody to do something and I, which would have been funny because there's no lungs or anything to, to power it but it did why did they not have that? Because nothing he was else using, made sense in the movie either. Why not just have him barking orders? It must have been telepathy. <laughs> yeah, because the one guy was kind of nervous. They're like, you're nervous about a head in the back seat? You don't yeah. even have the seatbelt on. <laughs> if he would have stopped too fast, Hitler's head would have come shooting into the front seat. 
<laughs> and then where would you be? <laughs> Crazy. No seatbelt for you, Mr. Hiller. <laughs> no. So our consensus is a no-go. <laughs> It's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. Don't waste your time unless you want to laugh like I am right now. And yeah, it's it's worth it for that. The only way to get to laugh like I am right now is to talk to somebody about the movie, how bad it is. Like I'm it it is. Die. Get a couple friends together, watch it. Yeah. It's fun to make fun of. Thanks for tuning in and be sure and catch us next week when we review the 80s classic, The Last Dragon.